rapid fire. If you could turn any series into a rom-com, go. It's hard to rapid fire that. Rapid fire? I just did. Bridget Jones' Diary. That... Hey, that one's already... Brett, what do you think Bridget Jones' Diary is? For the girl in her diary. No, no, but like what genre do you think it is if it's not already a rom-com? Probably horror. She doesn't like what she writes. Um, Homeward Bound. Homeward Bounds. <laughs> With Sassy and Champ? Yeah. yeah like we, the, we don't no, know. Would it would it be their, their love is story? There a, is there is a love triangle? Yeah. Air no, Bud. I always got the feeling that... Um, Air Bud. Air Bud. Why are we on... Okay. <laughs> Do y'all have something to talk about? Probably, right? probably Beethoven the fourth. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know dog... I didn't say dog... Air Bud was involved in the... I'm not rom-com. judging. It's the like, humans... It's the guy with the newspaper oh, in Air Bud. Okay. Loving somebody loving else in Air Bud. I get the question now. Probably over the edge. <laughs> Probably Marley and me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is this what you wanted? Hey everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. I'm your sunburnt co-host, Parker Moon. I'm your surf instructor, Brett Irving. <laughs> I'm... I'm feeding seagulls, Daniel Phillips. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. What? You're not supposed to, Since right? when? Aren't there signs on the beach? You don't know where I'm feeding my seagulls? <laughs> We're a weekly book club podcast where we talk about one book a month. Um, and this month, we are going over Beach Read. It's the first uh, first week. Second book, first week. Second book, first week. So, don't feed seagulls. I mean, no, Daniel, seriously, don't feed seagulls. That's bad for them. I have a pet seagull and I'm feeding it in my house. Well, if you feed them like bread or rice, it can expand in their tummy and make them them not live. Well, I'm not feeding them bread or rice. What are you feeding them? Skittles? (laughs) Oh, God. probably yours. Welcome to Beach Read by Emily Henry. (laughs) Is that what? (laughs) That is our segue? Yeah. Okay. I'm getting off the seagull train. Oh, because you don't want to be I don't want to be in the spotlight for my seagull feeding. For your seagull murder? His illegal activities. Your seagull massacre? Do we have any police officers? Listen, I have two birds. They're seagulls. They live at my house, and I feed them occasionally. Um, Well, before we get into all the juicy romance of beach read, let's dive into short stories. Don't dive into the ocean. Really shallow first. Oh, nice. Brett's on a surfboard. He just jumped a shark. Keep it going. Do it again. I'll meet the pods. We're up to date on our happy days. This is a happy days podcast. We would have zero listeners. I don't know. I feel like some of our parent listeners would still listen. Some of our mom and dad. Welcome to MomCast. Mm, sorry. <laughs> we should cut that. Or maybe leave it. I like it. Um, Brad, how was your week? My week was good. Um, my short story for the week is Tell some us. exciting television news. Nice. Winter Soldier? No. no. But that's great. Great. Go watch Winter Soldier. Huh. Yeah, Disney Plus. Okay. This is our. I, I we're, this is sponsored by Disney. <laughs> this episode. I wish. Give me that money. Uh, my actual one, I believe it's on ABC. Um, you know, owned by the Disney Corporation, so everything is. Yeah, oh, our, our, po- our podcast isn't yet, but I would, I would sell. I would, out. Yeah, yeah, I would sell. I would sell out. I would sell. Yeah, I'm sorry, question. I've interrupted your short story like five times before you've been able to say anything. I don't know if anyone remembers. You probably do because who doesn't remember the wonderful show Wipeout that used to air on ABC? Yeah, Big Red Balls. Big Red Balls. Big Red Balls. I love well, that show. it's coming back. It is, and it's starting tonight, the night of our recording. 
April 1st. How long has it April been Fools? off this is, is this an April Fool's joke? Are you lying to me right now? Because I love Wipeout, and I will be very upset. Gotcha. <laughs> no, okay, you're not kidding, No, right? I'm not kidding. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm not that How long I'm was it off good. air? Like, four or five years, maybe? Okay. Guys, this is really right? exciting. I'm going to record every episode and watch it. Um, I already gonna... have it recorded on YouTube TV. Oh, my God. I love I'm this. ahead of you. Nice. Uh... Obviously, I already started recording that ish. This is the new BattleBots. This is the new bat. We still have to finish BattleBots, but this is the new BattleBots. <laughs> I think it's hosted is by it John Gaina. No, no, it's not. It, I because before those it was guys. like two ESPN guys. Yeah, but now so I think John Cena is one of them. I do love John Cena. I saw I, there was like a picture on the cover of the Wipeout thing, and it was John Cena. But I don't know who else is the host. There's okay. probably another host, but yeah. I think. Don't quote me on that. There was an I just X- saw it really quick. Uh, there was an Xbox 360 Wipeout game that was really fun. Where you play it through Wipeout? Yeah, yeah. Do you guys think it was a side-scroller obstacle game that you really? It was like time trials, and everyone online had their own time. Oh, that's and you tried cool. to beat it. Do you guys think you'd be good at Wipeout? Yes. Yes. Easily. You do? Maybe that's overconfidence, but I think I would yes. be pretty good at I it. The only thing I wouldn't be good at is maybe the red balls, but all you have to do is get. You have to get momentum going and jump like. What would you dress as? Because I would ju- I would dress as a pirate. Okay, like like most extreme elimination. I challenge. I would not be good at wipeout. I know this for a fact because You're athletic. you'd be good at wipeout. I appreciate it. I appreciate the you vote of confidence. I'm 27 years old, and the, if if COVID has taught me anything, it's you know from me being indoors mostly for a full year, it's yeah. that my body is so out of shape. That like doing now anytime I try to exercise, I creak and moan. Like my bones are yelling and screaming at yeah, me. Yeah, but the adrenaline. You're on what you're on the wipeout. I mean ABC I am on, is the wipeout. I am on the wipeout. But no, I think I would get like halfway through one obstacle course and then like my bones would no, explode the jumping and turn one into bone dust. Would be I mean, I've played plenty of Fall Guys. Fall Guys shout out. <laughs> the jumping one it's like most people just are just very uncoordinated on that thing. And I know you're like soaking wet, so it's harder because everything's slippery. You're also on a, like a pretty small platform. Yeah. Right? That's tough. I'm not, I feel like I sound super overconfident. <laughs> I feel like I would make it to the end at least. Like, it's pretty good. This is a bit, hey, hey, I, I don't feel know like if you make heard, it the wipeout's coming back. Maybe you should apply. Maybe I should. With that confidence. Catch me on this week's wipeout episode. I didn't even think about that aspect. Let's. Let's get on Wipeout. Wait, honestly, if we got on Wipeout, that'd be a really good way to promote our show. So we wear shirts. We can wear bookends with free shirts. Here, yeah, okay. Actually, and listeners at home, if you if you go on Wipeout, please (laughs) wear a bookends and bookends with friends T shirt. Ask, uh, tell us if you're going on it, and we will make a bookends with friends shirt. I'll pay you to go on Wipeout and have a bookends with friends (laughs) T shirt, and we'll only take fifty percent of the winnings if you win. Do you get winnings? Surely you get What money. happens if you win Wipeout? You definitely get money. Just like, hey, you know. survived Wipeout. No, like, you get money. Everybody else is killed off. Along, they're drowned they're in I mean, the Wipeout I would be. Jesus. They, they, don't, they don't come up from I wonder the Wipeout water. Voluntarily, voluntarily there's like, there's sharks in the Wipeout water. I wonder the Giant amount octopi. of papers that you have to sign before going on to that show. Oh, so many. There's been a lot. Like, they're guaranteed there's been so many like neck injuries. Oh, yeah. On the big red balls alone. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, this is these are my fears. I would go into wipeout. My bones would be turned to dust, and then the ones you got to worry about is the ones where the thing like punches out of the wall, and you're just running along this narrow wall, and you get yeah, like the concussion protocol on that looks show. Pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Anyway, wipeout's coming back. Wipeout's, wipeout's coming, coming back. back. Check it out. 
Anything else? Nothing else for me. What uh, What about you guys? How How were your weeks? Um. Well, my week was pretty good, but my short story is going to be about this weekend uh, because me and my lovely wife went on a little date to Asheville, um, which is nice because obviously we don't get out that much anymore. Um, and Why? We went... What's is there? <laughs> is there anything going on in the world? Yeah, it's just we're nah, just not feeling it. Uh, big homebodies. Um, Classic. No, but we went to Asheville and it was really nice. We, I mean, of course we wore masks and we're socially distant and everything, but we just went around and went to thrift stores and did a little shopping and, and ate some food. But my short story isn't about that as much as it is about the fact that I got this sweater that has a bunch of puffins on it. <laughs> and it's like a sweatshirt, I guess, but it's, it's my new favorite sweatshirt. And I just really like that puffin sweatshirt. Why didn't you that wear I got. it tonight? I thought about it, but I am wearing my beachy. Yeah. I, I am wearing a, a Hawaiian t-shirt and, and sunglasses because it's beachy. It's beachy. Yeah. Next week I'll, I'll wear my puffins sweatshirt. Better. It's a wonderful sweatshirt. I was so happy when I saw it. It just spoke to me and it's really soft. It's great. But yeah, I mean, that's it for me. Just puffins on a sweatshirt. That's just quick. Pretty that's quick a good short story. That's a good sweatshirt name too. Just puffins on a just sweatshirt. Puffins. Just puffins. Just puffins. Just puffins on a sweatshirt. Yeah. Um, my weekend is kind of similar to yours because I also went to Asheville. Did you really? Yeah, we are in Asheville this weekend. Um, I went to a bachelor party oh, with uh, my roommate. That's my right. roommate's getting married. I was wondering if we were gonna cross paths in Asheville because like <laughs> I didn't even think about it. We did um, see you, but <laughs> oh, you didn't say it anything. was awkward. Oh my god, hate that guy. Um, I I work with that guy. I don't want to be friends with that guy. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yeah. Did y'all do that like trolley bike thing where you drink on the bike? No. Okay, that's on my bucket. Do they list. do that in Asheville? Yeah, they do. We saw. I thought one. there was too mountainy. <laughs> it probably is a trail. lot of work. Yeah. It's a mountain it. bike. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's on a, like a dirt trail. Yeah. Sorry, and, I derailed. And us. you have to get away from bears. Um, no, but I thought we were going to cross paths for the sole reason of Maddie posted on her Instagram, uh, the bookshop that you guys went to Yeah, and we were walking around downtown Asheville and I was like, Oh, that looks really cool. And I clicked on the, like she, she tagged the bookshop and I clicked on it and it said it was 0.1 miles away. And I like 90 degree turned. And it was like across the street, forty feet. That's from so funny. Did y'all go into the bookshop? No, we were trying to find a place to eat, so we were. It, it was, was a really big cutout of Luke Skywalker. Oh, nice. Did y'all go to the the coffee bus? No, we oh. went to Pax Tavern and um, a brewery there. Oh, cool. Uh, Highway Highland Highland Brewing Company. Yeah, it's cool. Nice. Um, but the I guess the highlight of the weekend there was eight guys and we played Secret Hitler. Have you ever heard of Secret Hitler? No, no. So it's it's a board game. We didn't invent a game. <laughs> okay, fine. Called, I hope not. Called Secret Hitler. Um, it's like a mafia style board game, like deception did social have, game. Did they have to there, call it Secret was there a Hitler? Better name available. Yeah, I feel like they're, they're really probably the game was, was created. But the game is. Um, have you have you played Avalon? Yes. Or like Werewolf. Yeah. So yeah. it's like humans versus werewolf, or like good guys versus bad guys in Avalon. I'm so nervous. I still feel like this this is going in the wrong direction. I'm so nervous. What is the versus versus? It's liberals versus fascism. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) It's a really good game. Maybe the the naming could have been a little bit different. Hey, I'm sweating. (laughs) We can cut this. No, 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 no. I want to keep it in the podcast, but like, hey, board game creator, why did you do that? Yeah. Yeah, but not on you, the board game creator. I didn't the... name it. Um, 
Just kidding. I made the board game too. (laughs) That's not real. Um, but it's called Secret Hill. It's actually very fun. Maybe the naming could have been different. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess last thing, uh, I, I, I'm on TikTok now. Thank God. Parker. We did it. Found to move so long. I'm not watching videos or anything, but I downloaded it for Parker. Okay. Podcast over. That's all I wanted yeah. was Daniel to there get on the TikTok. That was, this a, is all a ploy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a TikTok boy. I love it. Hear me roar. Watch videos. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, let's see what your algorithm is. I'm so excited to... Yeah, I want to watch your For You page um, later. My For You page is builds of mechanical keyboards. Wow, this sounds exciting already. And um, smash clips. Yep. Badly named board games. Badly named board <laughs> games. Yeah, that's that's my week. Cool. Well, it's good to catch up. <laughs> so yeah, good weeks all around. Sounds like. Um, what if we jump into a recap really quick? And Parker Moon is going to be the recap guy oh, for, for Beach the- Read. <laughs> can't thanks, handle this change. Thanks for the formal announcement. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, recap time. Guys, Mr. Parker Moon to you. I, I did I did read the chapters. Uh, I took good notes, but I read the chapters because I got so sucked in. I started like a couple days ago, like probably like almost a week ago or maybe a little bit before that and got really sucked in. But anyways... Um, recap time. I promise I'll try to keep this quick. I know I like to talk. Um, we have January Andrews, who is a hopeless romantic writer, and her life was recently shattered, or, or at least her her thoughts on um, you know her hopeless romanticism. Um, and then you know it kind of picks up with her moving into her dad's mistress's beach house, and the reason that she's in this writing slump that she's in is because at her dad's funeral is when she found out that her her dad had this mistress and this secret life. So her her whole upbringing of her mom battling cancer and her dad being this romantic guy and then being this loving family was all kind of ripped to shreds and, and torn out from under her. So she she goes to this beach house. She's in a slump. She needs to pump out a book. She's only got a couple months. Um, her neighbor is a grumpy man. She's got a friend, uh, Shadi, back in New York. And... Uh, Yes, that's pretty much all we know about her. Um, her and her mom haven't talked much since her dad's funeral. Uh, we find out that the neighbor is none other than Augustus Everett, her charming rival from college. Who, nemesis. Her nemesis, her arch nemesis book writer, um, who is always good at what he did and always handsome. And they write in very different styles. Uh, he's <laughs> he's described or his writing is described as like a cool action like male hero who's coldly horny, <laughs> which is just great um, because it's hilarious. Uh, and then they have a a, a Pete cute um, or a meat cute, but the chapter was called Pete cute. Pete cute at Pete's bookstore slash coffee store. Uh, Pete, uh, the owner, invites them to be a part of the book club. They both show up unexpectedly. Um, there's another unexpected person at the book club, which is the mistress. The mistress. Uh, who was with her dad. And she makes an excuse and leaves. Um, January is feeling really beat up about the situation. She drinks herself to a point of not being able to drive home. Um, so Gus offers her a ride home. And they have this really good, touching car ride uh, back home where they get a little bit closer and then that leads them into making a bet with each other. And the bet is essentially uh, to see who can write the better. They like genre swap, like who can write the better of each other's books style. So 
we have January, who is now set up to write a a different cool guy action, cool guy action. Uh, you know, dark, sad, uh, nihilistic, uh, some sort of book like that. And Augustus Everett, Gus, as she calls him, has to write a hopeless romantic rom-com. And that, I think that's where we left off. Did I forget any important points? Um, no, that that's pretty much it. The The reason the bet came about is you find out they both are oh, in a writing. Run. Right. They, they are just stuck with their writing. They right. can't get anything down on the page. Yeah, Gus is also in a slump. So yeah, Writing slump. That's the yeah, one yeah. I was trying to think of. And there's a naked guy, not naked, there's a guy in underwear that runs a donut shop. Yeah, the donut guy. There's the underwear donut guy. We can talk about him, too. Um, but no, that was... Also, before we get into the discussion piece, um, I did want to note that Gus had a frat guy friend named Parker, which yeah. is a weird coincidence. I was going to bring that up, too. That in both of the books that we've read, there has now been a Parker mentioned, which I don't think any other genre or medium really has, like... Um, has a bunch of Parkers in yeah. it. Yeah. Do you want to hear my three comparisons to the last book that we read? Yeah. Uh, number one being Parker in both of them. Weird. Number two main characters are months of the year. Weird. April, May, and January. And is number three is Carly Rae Jepsen has been <laughs> yes! in two out of the two of I, the books we've read. I wrote the same notes. <laughs> okay, this is a really weird, like, yeah. coincidence, Carly right? Carly Rae Jepsen and Parker. And the fact that they're named after months. I didn't put this together. This is like a weird, like, Carl Dream level... Yeah. Um, to it's a dream sequence. Yeah, are we just living in a in a um simulation? I think so. Okay, I think we're living in your sim- simulation. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all. It's probably all so messed they up. They always mention Parker. Oh, no, if it's all messed up because of me, that's so sad and too no, much. Pressure. That's all right. But no, that was a good recap. That was thanks, guy. I mean, uh, I don't know. What do you what about the book? Like, what do you think so far? I am loving it. Are you? Yeah, and I, you know, so I'm not a, a huge, like, I, I don't typically pick up rom-coms, you know, in, in you know, stores when I see them. So jumping into this uh, has been really fun for me. Yeah. And also she mentioned early on, or no, no, not early on. This was in their the drive. Uh, Gus poorly quotes A Walk to Remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Have y'all, have yes. y'all seen A Walk to Remember? Yeah. So this, when he, uh, I mean, when he says that, it's like the, the promise you won't fall in love with me thing i laughed really hard like i laughed out loud because my sister and i for some reason used to watch a walk to remember all the time like i know that movie really well um and i mean it's mandy moore's best rom-com that's why well okay. outside tangled, tangled. yeah <laughs> that's this a guy, good, yeah, good yeah. this guy over here good catch but it's just <laughs> really funny movie and, and tangled. shout out to my wonderful sister katie because we watched a walk to remember way too much shout and out to mandy moore and to Mandy Moore, um, listener of the show. It's almost like not rom-com-esque yet. I, I feel like it's getting there because like that's where it left off at. But it's like it's kind of start- sad. It started to be once they like yeah, started hanging like out. Like the last like, chapter. Basically from when they met the PQ. Yeah. Well, from on, it's kind of been rom-com. Like, Outside of like, it's just like a darker rom-com to start. Even like the big, I mean, I would say big rom-com vibes from like the donut then. shop stuff. Um and at the book the book club, the spy book club. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like when when she first like sees the grumpy neighbor and he waves and then they like play yeah. loud music yeah, and then sure. she's like ranting outside. It it gave me big rom like I and I eat that stuff up. So that was very <laughs> rom com to me. But to Daniel's point, there is a lot of deeper nuance that yeah, has me hooked heavy. with with her dad's stuff because it's a dialogue that. 
I don't think is talked about often. And also in her shoes, I don't know what I would do or how I would react. Yeah. Um, especially being in her shoes, who's like the writer of happy endings is like literally how she's labeled and like kind of hates life. So well, it's yeah. interesting how she still holds on to that mindset when like questioned about stuff. Like she holds her ground on her beliefs, yeah. mm-hmm. even though in reality she's like she miserable knows. because yeah. of what is going on in her life. But she's still like, very defensive of her happily ever after i think it's lovely no i'm not yeah i'm just saying no, 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 it's I'm, really not, cool. I'm not disagreeing with you i'm just saying i think it's lovely i think january yeah. juice is is charming I, i'm yeah. saying that's cool how she like still even though you can tell she's like miserable she's still like is like whoa i still believe in like you know love and hope and yeah and, you know happy endings and stuff all right well on the subject of rom-coms what are your what is your favorite rom-com Round Robin, not Round Robin. Round Robin. Yum. What do you think? <laughs> Red Robin. Yum. What's um, what is my favorite rom com? Yeah. What are your favorite rom coms? Oh, that's a good question. My favorite rom com is Fifty First Dates. Oh God! Oh, For a second, I thought you were gonna say Fifty Shades of Grey. You said Only it really slowly. Because is that a comedy? It is, and you know why? No, I was talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Is that a comedy? <laughs> I thought you were roasting my answer. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I mean, I am. Adam I know, Sandler, really? Well, Actually, it's, it's not cute, because Adam Sandler. It's a cute movie. Drew it's Barrymore. because of Sean Astin in Fifty First Dates is the best. Wait, who is? Oh, he's, he's the, the brother. brother that he's, always wears he's Drew Barrymore's brother. Oh, he always wears yeah. the fishnet crop top. And he's like, he's he he's got oh he's like God. a weightlifter, so he can do the yeah. thing with his. Pecs. That was on right that. after he was Samwise, so it's so funny. So he can like about. pop his pecs. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. And the dad always makes fun <laughs> of him. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a cute movie. And he, tra- no, he tries to is, beat up Adam. It is a really cute movie, and the ending is actually very sweet too. So that's a great answer. It's good. I'm not gonna mess with you too. Yeah, badly. you suck. Your your answer sucks. You don't even whatever know whatever it answer. is. I hate it. Okay, well, Brett, what's your favorite rom com? Uh, probably a little film called About Time. About time. About yes, with Donald Gleason. With Donald Gleason, Rachel McAdams, Bill Nighy, who you might know from Shaun of the Dead. Um, he's in. Are you just flexing on Underworld? Your... He's the minister. From he's Harry the Potter. minister from Harry Potter. <laughs> Why are you both flexing on me right now? We're just Bill talking. Nighy we were knowledge. talking because we love Bill Nighy. <laughs> we have a group. He's oh. yeah, the Bill Nighy chat. Okay, well it's fine. I don't want to um, be part of it anyways. He's like the most wonderful dad in that movie. Oh yeah, but oh, they God. it's like the the men in the family pass down this time traveling ability, and it's just really sweet. I still haven't seen it. It doesn't really. Oh, it's I feel so like good, Daniel. It I might be wrong, but I feel like it doesn't fall into like normal tropes of rom coms. It's just like really good. It's really emotional, but it's really the acting is incredible. I would almost say that it it's so is good. outside of the genre. Yeah, of, like it, it is a rom com, but it also is so much more. Like it's a it's a slice of life. Yeah, it, it's so it's, sweet. It's like there's so many cute story. moments and sweet moments, and like. You cry, but most of the time you just like laugh because yeah. the chemistry is amazing yeah. with all wow. the cast. Wow, but I forgot about that. That could have been my answer. That's a really good movie. It's very good. Yeah. I love About Time. Um, it's about time for Parker's <laughs> seamless segue. God, we're podcasting like geniuses. That's right. Um, oh, well, so my answer, my rom-com answer... Um, my wife would kill me if I didn't say that this is solely because of her. And she had been begging me to watch this movie for years before I actually did. 
but I would probably say Moulin Rouge. And that is 100% because of Maddie Moon's it's influence. A really good movie. But it is, it is such a good movie. And I think the reason I like it so much is because I really like the trope. It's kind of a reverse trope of, of January and Gus, of, of a hopelessly, hopelessly romantic guy who just like really believes in love and like love at like at all like nothing else matters and then a girl who is a little jaded and and yeah. has given up on love and that like kind of battle of back and forth of like will they want they and will she believe a, in that's love that's a pretty good beach comparison i didn't think about it like that yeah, well, yeah. yeah it's kind of it's kind of a reverse nice. situation there but I, I love that trip i love i love a, a sweet guy i like in anything um, I think probably because I relate to it a little bit, but I, I wow. just Mr. Sweet Guy over Mr. here. Sweet That's guy. not what I'm trying to say. You, but I, you know it's, me. It's, I am yeah, a hopeless true. romantic, yes. like in my soul. So like to see that yeah. on screen, I just love it. And you and McGregor's performance is fantastic. Have you seen his other rom com, um, Attack of the Clones? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Stupid. God, Daniel, why Stupid. would you? I literally was like real, like racking my brain for like, oh yeah, Rumor Gregor rom coms. <laughs> I um, I mean, I had the joke ready, and when I said it, you got so serious when I, you looked at me. I couldn't hold it together. What's the line <laughs> that Anakin says to Padme as they're about to go into the Coliseum? Uh, it's about sand, right? No, <laughs> no, he says something about like suffering, and oh man, I don't know. I can't remember. Jacob's gonna be disappointed in me. Um, but no, okay. So going off of what you said about kind of jaded, or. Well, about the sweet guy yeah. in Moulin Rouge, do you think Gus is going to be a really sweet guy by the end of this book? Because he's pretty, like... Coldly rigid. horny. Yeah, coldly horny, <laughs> listening to his <laughs> angst teen music. Oh, man. I think there's a sweet guy trying to break out of his angsty exterior. It's beautiful. The donuts was a sweet yeah. gesture. I thought the whole car ride was really sweet. The car ride he just seems like part. he was a jaded person from his upbringing. Like he worked in like a graveyard for a long time. So he's yeah. probably just like kind of has had a morbid outlook, but he just never experienced a happy ending. I'm also a big sucker for the trope of like outwardly, like you're really like cool or jaded, and then on the inside you're a big like gooey yeah. lovey. And I think I, that's I, what it's going to turn into. Well, you know, and uh, 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 you know, it's it's from the perspective of January, right? This whole mm-hmm. book. So like, she has this painted picture of Gus, and so that's what we know Gus as. But truthfully, he could be a really really sweet guy. We don't know just because he writes, yeah, you know what he writes. We don't know how he is. Although he did say in the car ride that you can't fall in love with someone if you only have sex with them once so maybe he does have some growing to do oh yeah no i'm saying there's still like the there's there's definitely i feel like he'll definitely be a jerk several times throughout but i feel like eventually he'll he'll grow and he'll blossom i think that's what his arc is going with like writing a lovey-dovey novel yeah that'll that'll turn him i'm already like cheesing at the idea of them going on like dates with each other to help inspire each other's books so like they've got the they've got to do like action dates for his books and then she's got to do like or they've got to do like romantic dates for her which ones are you more excited for the romantic ones or the action which book is gonna win well truth be told i relate to january more because i am a hopeless romantic no i haven't but is her so is her is her drama going to be 
you really you like January, but is her drama going to be better than his lovey dovey? Oh, so you're saying who do we think is going to win the bet? Call it right now. Yeah, that's what you were saying, right, Dan? I think she's going to win the bet. I I think so too, just because it's in her point of view. Um, I was you asking, are you more excited to see right for Gus's dates, the or romance for, dates, uh, the dates, or the action dates between the two of them? Because I think the action dates are going to be really funny. I probably, I think the action dates will be funny, but the romance ones will be deeper because she'll find her. I think they're gonna fall. She'll she'll find her happiness again through that because she'll she'll be not only teaching him, but she'll be relearning. I think quite because she's been she's been so so. she's been through so much that she's well not not that I I think they'll grow together. I think they're gonna. I think it's gonna be what you just said. But I think the lovey, lovey-dovey dates are going to be hilarious. Their banter is really cute. Like, their banter in the car ride back and forth about, like, the seventh Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Like, that had me, like, big cheesing. I and, loved uh, it. And purse wine kept making me laugh. He right. Kept making fun of her purse wine. So I, I think that the romantic dates are going to be really funny to read about. And then the action dates, I, I mean, probably, honestly, it's going to be endearing either way. But I think that... I'm 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 most excited for what she has planned for Gus. As long as they don't drink any more White Russians, then I'm cool. Yeah, I do um, like Pete though, and her book club sounds oh, awesome. Pete is amazing. R- red, I love Pete. Red, White Russians, and blue books. Yeah, yeah. The spy, the spy, the spy book, book club. Is that a better? Is that a better name than Bookends with Friends? Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. I would love for Pete and Maggie and Lauren to guess this. I have a Me Brett's too. casting corner. Oh, oh, okay. That I thought of. Yeah. Is, is it Napoleon picture. Dynamite's mom from Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> it's a Jennifer I like that we're, Coolidge. I like that we're rotating. Oh. I like that we're rotating uh, like roles a little bit. So yeah. I got the recap, and now that Brett's casting corner, which tall, is still called yes. Brett's casting corner, is now Daniel. So um, you got Jennifer Coolidge as Jennifer Brett, Coolidge. Brett's Daniel's That's really casting corner. <laughs> like I pictured Jennifer Coolidge when she like checked out. Of the bookstore and then went to the coffee shop. I just pictured her like scampering Scu- over, yeah, yes. scuffling, yeah. yeah, to the to the coffee shop. Yeah, um, that's good. I wrote a note uh, while I was reading, and the only note I have for this is in chapter four. She says, um, "Hemingway circle jerk," which made me laugh a lot because yeah. she thinks her books, his books, are like Hemingway oh circle yeah, jerks. I forgot about that. That's that was so a good. good. <laughs> She's she's so quick witted, and I know. I mean, it's it's. Oh God, she's a written character, but I I love her already. It's very funny. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's gonna get really heavy with the the dad stuff, as it probably should. Yeah. So, um, I hate the dad, and I don't know if I should. I mean, yeah. so so the. I mean, and maybe sounds. I don't know if we include this in the podcast or not, truthfully, because this is going to maybe be a little deep. So yeah. follow, bear with me, because I might yeah. get into it. But like, you know, I've seen cheating up close and it hurts and it sucks. And yeah. that that feeling that she has of like, it's like a deep wound and sadness that right. can't quite be overcome. I've felt that before, not in my own personal life, but I've right. seen it. Um, and I I really like, I struggle with, forgiving her dad because of what she did to her and her mom especially with her mom going through cancer treatments like i i almost don't think that her dad ought to be redeemed i would say forgiven is fine i think forgiveness is necessary for the health of of january but i don't know that he should be redeemed 
I mean, it almost makes it worse that she said multiple times that, like, they actually had a good relationship, too. Like, if he was just this really bad guy that, like, cheated on her mom, I think it would be different. But they genuinely had, like, a really good relationship, like, at, like, boating and stuff. And so, yeah, yeah, it makes it makes the the wound deeper because that, I mean, she's got a question more, like fast and it's almost like because of that too like her mom is just shut down it seems like Mm, they don't talk about anything anymore yeah and and that just like the question of like why were we not good enough you know for for a hopeless romantic Uh, like that you know i think the one of the greatest things about love is being chosen and like even through your faults and everything being loved and i think that that would be the thing that I would struggle with the most if I was in January shoes is, yeah. is what, why did he have to have a separate life and a separate love? Right. And like, there's a, there's not too much more to like guess about in this book when I compared it to like right. Hank Green's, yeah, yeah, yeah. we can't like make fun guesses because the book is a little <laughs> bit more serious, but I feel like it's almost, um, you know, inside out. That's kind of what I pictured it when it's like joy and sadness are together oh, yeah. and they like understand each other. Like, yeah. I think that's what the dates are going to do. Like, oh yeah. Well, I actually, that, that's, that's my a, comparison. That's a really good allegory. I hope that is kind of what it, it you know, she's able to process her sadness and yeah. maybe he's able to process his joy. Maybe he has no joy because he sucks. No, I like us. I do too. His I'm interested smiles. to learn more about Sonia though. The, the oh, the, the publisher? No, 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 no. The mistress. The mistress. Oh, mistress. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what's the publisher's name? Anya? Is it Anya? Yeah, that's Anya. why I just got confused. Yeah, that. so that's going to be an interesting... I, I, I would wonder... I mean, of course it's set up that there's going to be some some conclusion there or some yeah. interaction yeah. there with Sonya. No, eventually. Well, when she wants to reconcile the whole thing, she'll... I feel like that would be part of this, the stages of of grief would be to you know face that do you think sonya is just as guilty as the dad now, i think the dad's the most guilty but i i think clearly sonya knew that she, she existed and mm-hmm. probably knew obviously knew that the mom existed so yeah. there is blame there but the dad is definitely the most like yeah he's the guilty party yeah he because he's guilty boy yeah but i think there's i'm interested that's why i'm i don't want to pass obviously you pass the initial judgment of she knew, so there is some, like, she did a very bad thing, mm-hmm. but I do want to learn more about her story to see, like, you know, like, what what was her, you know, what's her side of things, even though I know going in that, like, there's obviously a guaranteed amount of blame that she has to take yeah. because she partook in this yeah. adultery. Yeah. Hey, cheating sucks, audience. Don't do it. If you're, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you're a cheater... You beat it. You scram. We don't want you here. <laughs> is adultery the right word there? Adultery is yeah. That's okay. like the biblical word. That's what I thought. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, thou shalt not right. commit adultery. Yeah. Hey, yeah, but I'm talking to you, adulterer, on the the listeners. Get out of here. <laughs> on the listeners, with the the listener base, we don't want you. Yeah. No cheaters allowed, unless you've developed incredibly and and have good character growth and aren't that way anymore. And good on you. And good on you. Um. So our characters are here to write their books. Um, nice little beach houses. Where would you go if you had to, if you could pick anywhere in the world to go to write a book? Because oh, you're, you're in a you're in a slump. Where would you go? I love this question. Is it somewhere? Okay, I'm gonna question your question. Okay, 
does this have to be somewhere that we have been or would you No, anywhere the moon i i was about to just say (laughs) not space something realistic (laughs) okay sorry i'm dumb i'm kidding he might become an astronaut he might be I'm kidding. You might go to the moon and write a book. I can't say you won't. You never know. Matt Damon did it in The Uh, Martian. I love you guys. That's a joke. Did he write a book there? Yeah, The Martian. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that was an autobiography? (laughs) Yeah. Matt Damon wrote it. Yes. Not Andy Weir. They actually (laughs) sent Matt Damon to Mars. Andy Weir is his pen name. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Nice. Nice job, Matt Damon. Mm -hmm. Good job. Shout out Matt Damon. I feel like we don't appreciate him enough. (laughs) Going to Mars and getting rescued? Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Matt. Uh, ooh, that's such a good question. I I have an answer. Go go yeah yeah yeah. So inspire me. My um Michigan. <laughs> that's it. You're up. <laughs> no, I'm not. That didn't give me time. Um, so Nicole always makes fun of me for this, but I hate uh like roads. Mm. Like I hate <laughs> streets and cars. What, what does yeah. Mean? <laughs> no, no, I'm, what does I'm that getting mean? there. Oh, I hate roads too. I'm getting there I'm every getting time there. I'm on a road. I just I'm think, getting there. Oh, something happened. again. No, it's just I hate like traffic and streets and I love traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my answer. So there's just like I hate that I have to like get in my car and drive to anywhere I'm going. So my ideal location always is like no it's just like it's just a small town that doesn't have like streets or cars and people are really close to each other bear lake michigan screw you guys i want to write my book in a really small town where i'm friends with everyone there is there a guy that really tiny is there a guy that is in his tws at a uh that runs a donut you know i don't know what that means you know there is like an amish like you could go i don't it's not an amish community so pennsylvania rural pennsylvania is where i want to write my book yeah with the quakers i hate both of you so hey, if, I, hey, not as much as we hate roads and traffic. Am I right? It's right? Screw you guys. So so, what you can take away from this episode is if you're a cheater or a road, you better not be listening to this podcast. If you want to get away, I was segueing my Dan, answer. If you want to get away from Dan, hide on a road somewhere. You're not gonna get away from me because I have to freaking drive on the road to get to you. Are you angry every time you're on a road? Yes. So much Nobody time. else has to that, do that. Wasn't the point of the answer. <laughs> okay, I have my answer now. That was enough time stalling. Good. Um, so me and Maddie visited, uh, a place called York. No cars, no roads. There, there are, <laughs> no traffic. there are, believe it or not, there are roads in York and uh, to, against <gasps> popular belief. Um, but it's, it's against beautiful. Dan so the, the way that York was built right. is that the city is surrounded by a stone wall or what used to be like the inner parts of the city. Uh-huh. And then there's a lot of cobblestone to keep, roads to keep on out the inside. Wallace. Huh. Continue. Okay. Um, but yeah, so there, there's a stone wall surrounding it for the, the old inner city. And then there's like the outer city, the outer part of York. But you can walk the entire wall. And it's beautiful. I mean, it's my favorite place in the world. And also there's a little tea shop called Betty's Tea Shop that we visited. And so I'd either say I would want to write a book in Betty's Tea Shop in York. Or we also did the train from York to Edinburgh. And it you was... You didn't take a car and drive there? No, we took the train. And it's Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> It's the most beautiful train. You didn't get on a road and drive there? You didn't take a train to get somewhere? Why do you keep bringing up cars and roads? Because his answer is the exact same as mine. (laughs) So there's a train (laughs) from York to Edinburgh. I don't believe you mentioned trains. And (laughs) it's beautiful because you have on one side the the ocean front and the other side is like the rolling hills like going into Scotland. And like sheep and flowers. It's It's the coolest form of travel I've ever experienced. 
Um, and there's also like a little trolley that brings like snacks and stuff. And I think like in Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. And if I had like infinite money and could just ride that train up and down, you just chill on the train. And yeah, I think that would be the best riding the place to write. I would love to. That's my answer. Nice. Brett. So, um, mine kind of starts sort of similarly. You hate Um, roads. There's, you know, I'm just like traveling on a road. And there's this, like, big walled city. I believe it's in England. Um, the UK. Bossing say. Um, okay, good. I refuse to go to York with you guys. Never going Daniel, to Daniel, you know you. there are roads. That's not what I was saying, though. Like, if Yeah, but if your plan was to escape roads. But I can do that if I'm making a perfect place to go. You can just go in a plane. There's no roads up there. Yeah, there's like a That's walkway. That's like sky roads. There's like that, sky, Daniel hates the sky. sky roads. Like, he hates that sky traffic. So, like a good example, you know in Beauty and the Beast, the opening song when she's like singing? Paris? Yeah, it's not like in Paris though. Like a French village? Yeah, like that's all I'm saying. So you want to go to like a, a French village. That's I mean, that's a great answer. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to. You could have said that instead of that you hate roads. But I'm trying to explain why I want to do I, that. I'd like to go to somewhere in Spain because I love Spain. Yeah. Or New Zealand. I think it'd be cool to go to New Zealand and just go into the wilderness and and right literally anywhere. Like in Hobbiton. I I did think about New New Zealand. Zealand is pretty. I mean, honestly, New Zealand would be a great answer for your original answer, Dan. Yeah, there's no roads there. There. I mean, you just said Hobbiton. (laughs) But I was thinking somewhere like that. Yeah. Yeah. Removed. Just like a village removed away. Yeah. And you can't do that if ninety percent of the city is a road. I like to go to a cafe in Spain and just sit down and read. God, we're so deep in... I like to go to a local... With all the expats. I like to go to a local Burger King and just listen to the sizzle of the burgers smell, on the grill. Smell that, that... Anyway, do we have anything that, else to talk about? That meat exhaust. Discussion-wise, do you have any final thoughts? No. Did you say meat exhaust? Yeah, that meat exhaust. <laughs> oh, man. That BK, that BK meat exhaust. <laughs> oh, gosh. I have no final thoughts. I don't uh, either. I'm just really excited to see where the go. I really the like goes. it. It's charming. I, I like it more than I thought. I um, I do too. I would say that. I like it more than Dan thought. So that's a good segue <laughs> into reader mail. Reader mail. Reader mail. Reader mail. Do we have a... Here's the mail that never fails. It makes you We've tried this before. <laughs> yeah, it's Blue's Clues. No, we got to come up with our own thing. But we do have reader mail this week. So thank you, Reads with Chloe. Again, you are our favorite... Uh, you're the best, uh, Chloe. You're the best. Um, keep listening to the podcast and keep supporting it. You're so wonderful. We are very thankful to have you listen into the show. Um, so her thoughts are, uh, let's see, let's get into it. So she said, "I'm not a huge fan of romance, uh, but the story has me hooked. I can see myself enjoying this a lot. I think that's very poignant, and I agree. I'm, I think it's very relatable to all three of us. Yeah, I'm yes." I'm not saying I'm not a huge fan of romance. I've just never, like, I've never I, read romance. I think we would be huge fans of romance, but I don't, I don't Maybe. think we, any uh, of us have read a ton. So I'm a like, I'm a like romantic at heart, and mm-hmm. I love rom coms, but I've never like actively like sought out like rom com books. I yeah. typically stick to my science fiction or mystery or like right. thriller or horror genres. So this is a this is honestly a, kind of a first for me in in a long time. Um, and I, I, I really, I really enjoy it so far. Yeah. 
Uh, Chloe also says, January is so funny to me, and I too relate to the fact someone said one slightly mean thing to her years ago, and she's held a grudge this whole time. <laughs> no. Um, oh, no! I have grudges against you guys from years ago. I, I bet Daniel's going to have a grudge against us <laughs> for his roads. Do you guys, can you think of an insult that you received oh, when you were really young that is just stuck no, with there's, you? No, there's one in high school that is like my forever. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, is it no. sad? We don't have to talk no, about it. No, we do have to talk about <laughs> it. This is hot goss for the show. No, it's just... It was, who insulted it, you? I'm not going to say who it was. We can send our listeners to go beat him up now that we have a, li- a listener He's base. a pretty big kid. <laughs> well, if there's, if there's like 20 of us, I think he was in our. Him. He was in my friend group. Well, I guess extended friend group in high school. And we were talking about something and he made a comment about... Uh, he described me as a person as just being kind of there. Oh, and no. so oh, that stuck with me for a, a very long time. Oh my god, Brett! <laughs> you know what's the the worst about so, that is that that guy that said it has not never thought, thought about yeah, it. Not thought about it. Oh yeah, never again. Yeah, I'm gonna that's find him. yeah. It's yeah. I, I nothing. I you know I we were like half friends, so it's not like we. I've never really talked to him much since high school. But Brett, I'm just, so sorry. So, so there. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it to get like. No, no, no. I know. I know that, you not. asked, and that was that was the thing that <laughs> stuck. I, I know me. you're not, but I hope you know that you are a beautifully nuanced and wonderful individual human being Thank with you. incredible thoughts. And I never not know that you're there. Yes, I never not know that you're there, but you're, that is that is a really awful thing to have someone say about you. So yeah. I want that to. I it's I pretty, hope you can release that grudge and let it go. Into well, it's the more. Ether. It's not necessarily a grudge. I'm not like mad at him for but saying it. it. It's just you. like something that I'm always like that I constantly think about. Yeah, dude. every day. <laughs> oh no! All right, we're gonna send our listeners I'm to go beat up that guy, and we're gonna no, beat up whoever cool. hurt Chloe too. Chloe, just send us send us the the person that you have a grudge against. We'll, we'll go beat him up. So uh, Parker. What about you? Do you have an insult that has stuck with you? I honestly feel like... Not stuck with you, but, like, you just remember. Um, I don't know. (laughs) This is going to sound bad. I don't know if I do, but that's probably because I'm just too dumb to remember things for a very long time. You get over things, too. Like, I feel like you don't linger on stuff. Yeah, that's my my type 9 Enneagram personality. Like, I, I, you know... I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. Um... Nothing's been said bad about me uh, ever. ever. <laughs> so moving on, uh, Chloe right. says, "I've never said anything bad." Uh, Chloe Not says, even in this episode. Screw you. Um, also, I'm obsessed with her messy backstory, like her dad leading a double life. I love the drama, and that's kind of what we we talked about as well. Yeah. And I think we all strive to lead double lives, so I think and we drama. all love that kind of drama. Yeah. Right. I'm okay. Could y'all live a double life? I'm so bad at living a single life. I can't imagine living a double life. <laughs> I like I half know, a life. Well, like, think about it. Like, I can half barely life. do, like, things okay that make sense with mm-hmm. one life. And I'm also horrible do, at lying. How do you have time right. for a double life? There's people that have, there's, like, men that have second families. Men suck. Entire second families. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, that, that like, honestly, they're, They don't like, know about each other. I'm so bad they're at like lying. Split time between these families. And I'm so bad at time management. That seems like a nightmare to me. Imagine having the, the confidence to think that you can pull off having two families. 
Because you know they think they can do it. The big red balls right? on that guy. Right? Did you get that? That was a wipe. That out was a wipe. <laughs> they, they should wipe out all those guys. Am I nice. right? Good follow Off up. the face of the earth. Off the face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly. Um, Thank you so much, Chloe, for the awesome feedback. We super, super appreciate it. And if any other listeners would like to reach out and uh, have a similar shout out like Chloe, where can they where can they reach us at? Yeah, uh, yeah, you please, yeah, be like Chloe. Please be like Chloe. She's cool and and send us in thoughts and read along with us. Um, you can reach us at Gmail. That's probably the best way to reach us if you want to have your thoughts on the book read out. Um, that's bookendswithfriends at gmail dot com. Uh, you can also reach us on Twitter. If you have a Twitter, uh, we are at bookendspod, at bookendspod on Twitter. On Instagram, we are bookends underscore with underscore friends. And our TikTok is um, bookends with friends, or just at bookends with friends. So support us on any of those. Reach out to any of those. And, and thank you, Chloe, again, for sending us your thoughts. Cool. Cool. Um, so author's note? Yeah, author's note. Author's note for this week. Um, so author of Beach Read is Emily Henry. Emily Henry. Um, Emily Henry has a new book coming out. It actually comes out May 11th. Um, is what what I what I looked up. I thought it was already out, but it's May eleventh. Oh, so cool. There's, there's pre-orders, so you can still jump on it. Oh, nice. Um, so people we meet on vacation, Poppy and Alex, they have nothing in common. She's a wild child. He wears khakis. She has <laughs> insatiable wonderlust. He prefers to stay home with a book. Oh my Basically, god. Basically, every year for the past decade, they go on vacation together until something bad happens in their relationship, Uh-oh. and so. They take one last vacation to try to amend everything that went wrong. Wow, this this sounds so sounds good. Amazing. I'm gonna go put it on my Goodreads right now. Wow, that's so cool. So she just released this book, I think, last in, year. I think. Yeah, I think it was almost like a year. Yeah. from it was like I think over the summer. Yep. Um, so well, cool. Check it well, out. Emily check Henry. Out. If you yeah. like this one, check out. Yeah, if the you next like Beach Read, uh, go support Emily Henry with her next book. What was that called again? Uh, People we, we meet on vacation. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I'll pick it up. Check Thanks. it out. So, do you want to bookmark it there? Yeah, I think that's a pretty good spot to like bookmark it. it. Sounds good. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Put a nice little bow on it. Nice little ribbon. Is it Christmas? No, it's the beach. Is it Easter? Um, yeah, I got to go put on some more sunscreen. I've been out here too long. <laughs> okay. We're burning up out here. <laughs> we're, we're burning up on the beach. We got to go put on. I got to go hit the waves again, bro. <laughs> Brett's got to hit the rays. <laughs> the seagulls are eating me alive. Oh, no. I'm out of food. No, the seagulls have turned. They're attacking Dan. We told you, Dan. We tried to warn you. I'm so scared. Please help me. Um, Yeah, okay. Well, we'll bookmark it there. Uh, We already said where to find us, so find us at all those places. Thank you again, uh, anyone who's listening. And please, uh, you know, go rate and review us. Tell us, or tell the... Tell your friends about us. That's what I was trying to say. That's it. Tell your friends about us at home. Um, You know, if you could, just that small little thing could help us out tremendously. And we love you all, anybody who's listening. Uh, we're still trying to figure this whole podcasting thing out, so thank you so much. Uh, and as always, we want to say a special thanks to Jacob Robinson for the intro and outro of our show. We love the music that you made for us. Thank you, Jacob. And also a special thanks to my lovely wife for making the art of the podcast. Uh, thank you, Maddie. Thank you both. And next week, next Tuesday, please join us as we discuss chapters 10 through 16. So read along, hit up chapters 10 through 16. Yeah, 10 through 16. We'll put it on the, we'll probably put it on social media everywhere. But yeah, read along. Uh, we'll meet you here again. Meet us on the beach. Meet us on bring the beach. Bring a towel, bring nice. some sunscreen. Bring it a beer. Don't bring any food. Don't feed, feed the seagulls. seagulls. 
Bring a surfboard. I'll teach you how to surf. They gotta be fine, guys. Bring water for sure. Bring water. Stay hydrated. And Stay remember, hydrated. the real the, books. The real books were the, the seagulls. We did. Dang feed. it, guys. <laughs> this, the, the real, real books. books.